on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And for probably the, what day is today? Thursday morning. So the third week in a row, exactly third week since Ortiz scandal broke, Ortiz back on the front pages again. So we'll begin with the Irish Times, uh, which previews the Public Accounts Committee meeting today. The headline, Ortiz to challenge Tuberty and Kelly's accounts. So we have senior Ortiz executives in front of TDs and senators, and it's expected that they'll challenge the statements given by Ryan Tuberty and his agent Noel Kelly about payments to Mr Tuberty when they appeared this morning before the committee. It's expected RT will challenge a number of assertions made and will address the account of Mr Kelly and Mr Tuberty around the arrangement with Renault, which, as a reminder, saw the presenter paid an extra 75 grand a year, not from Renault ultimately, but from RTE. So we have some opening statements there. The RT chair, Shuni Rally, will also tell the committee that fair procedures apply to everyone in the production of a Grant Thornton report into the broadcaster because TDs and senators now have that report. Uh, but Noel Kelly has complained that he and Ryan Tuberty got a statement released about the report just a half an hour before it went out. So they're saying they were caught on the back foot with this. But Shuni Rahali says, will say that there was a pressing need and a duty to correct the records. Not sure it'll be quite as explosive as the other day with Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly, but certainly people will be interested to hear what Kevin Backhurst has to say about RTE already. We're told that he's going to sort of get rid of the notion that you need agents to negotiate big contracts with the state broadcaster. The Irish Independent and the Irish Sun look at Ryan Tuberty's future in RTE. The Irish Independent says RTE staff split on Tuberty returning to the airwaves. So you may have seen yesterday RTE staff protesting again outside the campus in Montrose and the staff are still angry following Ryan Tuberty's committee appearances according to the Irish Independent. But sources say that the door is not fully closed to his potential return. So I think people are sort of feeling it's 50-50 now as to whether Ryan Tuberty will return to RTE. Some staff at that protest yesterday gave a flat no to Ryan Tuberty resuming his show, but others say that they were conflicted. Uh, So obviously Kevin Backhurst has said that he's going to take into account the views of staff when deciding whether Ryan Tuberty is back or not. But he needs to make a decision soon, not least because there's a new term kind of starting August, September. So who will be presenting it? The Irish Sun has a similar story. Ryan's last stand. Ryan Tuberty faces a fight for his RT career. He'll have to convince furious friends who were protesting at the state broadcaster to let him back on the airwaves. Um, but obviously Kevin Backhurst at this committee is also going to say that this scandal has been one of the most shameful and damaging episodes in RT's history. So it's difficult to see a way back, but you never know. Interesting, by the way, the Irish Sun doesn't lead with Hugh Edwards on the front page, given that it was the son in the UK that first broke the story and had the allegations. We'll come back to that in a second. But staying with RT on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, they're looking at GAA Go and the headline, GAA Go did not get consumer watchdog clearance. Inquiry opened as controversial online service was only approved for overseas viewers. 
Because as you know, you know, people in New York have been using GA Go for the past eight years. It did have approval for streaming overseas, but not for Irish audiences. The Mail says RT and the GA didn't seek permission from the watchdog before charging the Irish public to watch games on GAA Go. Uh, the CCPC originally approved the service in 2017 for overseas viewers. Uh, but it was rolled out domestically without CCPC approval and now there's an inquiry into that matter. I did find it interesting, one of the uh, senior GA Go executives, or I think it was Tom Ryan, is that his name, from the GA itself, was saying that they will look at the €12 a game and that's probably one of the big issues. I know in some parts of the country people struggle to get access to GA Go, but I think the idea of 12 quid a game uh, did annoy a lot of people. Maybe if it was down at five or six euro, uh, m- more people wouldn't have been annoyed by how much it costs. So some changes, it looks like, down the tracks for GAA Go. Now, Hugh Edwards is on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror and, of course, all of the uh, British newspapers this morning. So the Irish Daily Mirror says BBC's Hugh in hospital after scandal. This extraordinary step yesterday evening, just before six o'clock, where Hugh Edwards' wife released the statement confirming that her husband was the BBC star at the centre of the sex images scandal and that uh, her husband has been hospitalised. Of course, very well known <clears throat> that he uh, does have long-standing issues with severe depression. He's been hospitalised and her statement yesterday evening, just before six, came after police said that there's no evidence that Hugh has committed a criminal offence. So there's going to be a big investigation in the UK now as to whether this is just a private matter or if this is in the public interest. The Sun would say he's a very trusted figure and also earns a lot of money from licence fee payers. Others would say this is a very private, very personal matter. But we have a state broadcaster scandal here very similar across the water. They've another state broadcaster scandal as well. That story, you feel, is just going to run and run. The Irish Examiner on the front page goes with the weather. Not in Ireland, though. This is the weather eh, across Europe. But obviously a lot of Irish people jetting out this weekend and thousands of them are making their way across the continent. But they're going to bear the brunt of record-breaking temperatures across Europe. Extreme heat set to engulf Europe once again. Someone I follow on Twitter had up, you know the way when you go to Spain, some of these pharmacies have the temperature outside 46 degrees yesterday afternoon. And he said that at two o'clock this morning, it was a balmy 39 degrees at 2am in Tarmelinos. Uh, In a repeat of last summer, the Irish Examiner uh, says that meteorologists in countries like Spain, Italy and Greece are warning of ominous conditions. More than 100 weather stations in Spain alone reached 35 degrees before 6am on Wednesday. So I know we have our rain here and sort of 19, 20 degrees, but you might take that over 40, 45 degrees. Spain's National Weather Agency warning that hot winds blowing from the interior will cause temperatures to soar. In Italy, 10 cities, including Rome and Florence, were put on alert for extreme temperatures. And I see in Greece, some tourist attractions, they've had to put in uh, some sun shading screens 
for tourists because they're passing out with the heat. So what we might give out about the Irish weather, uh, do you want that or would you like 46 degrees? The Irish Times tells us that barristers are going on strike. The Bar of Ireland, which is the body representing barristers, is recommending a one-day withdrawal of services to its members working in criminal law. This is about the fees that they get paid. Dozens of barristers have took to the steps of the criminal courts of justice to protest about the government's failure to reverse cuts to criminal legal aid fees imposed during the recession. And yesterday, the Bar of Council, the Bar of Ireland, has announced that it's formally written to the government to notify it that its members will do a one-day withdrawal of services on October 3rd. You can read more about that in the Irish Times. The Irish Examiner says that the whale is still on the Kerry beach. They still don't know, though, what to do with it. How do you dispose it? And Lucy writing here, a decision has yet to be made on how to dispose of the enormous carcass of a whale which came uh, to rest on a Kerry beach at the weekend, was washed up on a Kerry beach. They're worried that the whale is going to explode and that's a health hazard. Uh, There are signs up in Kerry that you don't, please don't come and look at the whale. But despite all of the signs, uh, there are queues of people still visiting along the laneway. And apparently now there's a heavy stench from the carcass as well. So you can tell people not to go and look, but it's not working. And you will have your sympathies with the county council uh, as to what they're going to do. How are they going to get rid of this carcass of the poor whale? The Irish Independent says, uh, so Crowpatrick is uh, a place that a lot of people know and love. Difficult enough climb, but people find it very, very religious. But the Indo says that they're going to put in a special policing plan on Crowpatrick later this month. Uh, not because they're worried about people falling or anything like that, but because they're worried that there's going to be a number of feuding families who are going to clash at the top of Crowpatrick. Sources say Gardaí are closely monitoring the situation over concerns that individuals involved in a number of serious disputes could pitch up at the famous mountain under the guise of climbing it for charity. This is all going to happen apparently on Saturday, July 22nd and the Irish Independent says that we could see armed Gardaí on Crowpatrick because they're worried about this feud between families. Now, if you've ever done Crowpatrick, you're exhausted when you get up to the top of it. Don't know how you'd have energy in you to start a fight uh, and then you have to go all the way back down, which is harder than going up, but that's what they're worried about later this month. Two final stories, one from the Star. Obviously, it's festival season. They're on every weekend, but don't assume that every festival is about drink and drugs because a drink and drug-free festival will have music lovers uh, high this summer, but not from drink or drugs. We have Lee Mumwaney, we also have the Prodigals and Keela all performing at the Healing Spirit Festival in Cavan uh, this 4th of August. And the star says that it's about getting back in touch with nature while enjoying good music, food and relaxation in a very safe environment. And I think there might be a market for that. People who don't want to be around people absolutely off their heads at a festival. Final story comes from the Times of London. The French, obviously very, very well known for their fashion. Uh, But President Macron is now trying to persuade French people not to buy new clothes, but to make do and mend. So in order to reduce the mountains of discarded clothes that end up in landfills across France, the French government are going to pay you if you get your clothes or shoes repaired instead of buying new. So if you go in and try and get your shoes fixed, you'll be paid €7 by the French government. And if you bring in clothes 
who to be repaired in an alteration shop, you'll get €25. Euro. And the scheme is based on France's repair bonus that they have for household electrical goods. So the idea is to stop dumping all of this stuff and instead get it repaired. Interesting idea. €154 million euro it'll cost the French, but they think it'll work. Uh, and also try and give more clothing to charity as well. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.